take the advice of Jesus and be as a little child. Children don't worry, oh, you know, how do I look today? Or is somebody going to think I'm, I'm weird? Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Moms Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle It's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Marsha Martin. Thank you for coming and speaking with me today, Marsha. I am so delighted to be here, Jen. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for your patience in waiting on me. Before I start, before we get into what you do, what type of doctor are you and how do you help people? Could you tell us who Dr. Marsha Martin is? Absolutely. I am a seeker. I am searching for the life that is going to bring myself the most joy, because I have learned over all these years that when I allow myself to fill with joy, that joy just keeps growing and it has to go somewhere. So as I allow myself to fill, eventually I'll get filled up and then I can pour forth that joy onto everyone around me and help them find their own joyous center and live in a live that life that is just so much more fun than the life of fear and drudgery that I used to live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So um, now you brought that up. <laughs> what struggles did you overcome uh, or that brought you to that aha moment that that made you realize you had to do something else? You know, it wasn't just one thing. It was rock upon rock upon rock until you find, you know, some of them were pebbles, some of them were boulders. But eventually I was buried in despair, in fear, in shame, in all of these labels that I had put on myself mm -hmm. that said, you're a failure and you're never going to be more than a failure. And so I was just pretty much broken. And it was in my brokenness that I started really being open to exploring. And it was through that exploration that I found the anchor, you know, the, the ladder that you could actually climb without sliding back down in disappointment. Right. And, and what is that anchor? Does it have a name? Well, for me, it became a technique. It is clearing and healing the heart. And it became the technique that I call angel heart healing, which is the angelic realm, the energetic realm, which is the divine, uh, all of the ascended masters, all of the angels rush in to help you the minute that you say, 
what am I doing? <laughs> I can't do yeah. this anymore. Somebody please show me the way. And, you know, it's just, it it's really just us saying, I can't be ashamed any longer. Right. I can't feel like a failure. I have no further down that I can go. And so I'm tired or I recognize it's impossible for me to do this on my own. So if you are religious and you are getting sustenance from whatever religion you are in alignment with, great. But if you are like me and you felt like religion led you off down the crazy track where you felt even more blame and shame, then don't be afraid to let go of that organized view and develop a personal relationship with the energetic realm, with all of the angels, with the Christ that lives within you, and with that divine support system so that you too can really be that being of joy that you came here to be. You know, that's our real purpose. Our purpose is sure to give to the world and to do these things that feel good and contribute. But if we just walked around overflowing with joy, what a wonderful world we would live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, if if you just are stuck at a starting place, I would say take the advice of Jesus and be as a little child. Mm-hmm. Children don't worry. Oh, you know, how do I look today? Or is somebody going to think I'm funny? Uh, uh, I'm weird. If I scream when I see a, a caterpillar or a butterfly or something exciting, they just live in the moment of joy. And yeah. I encourage everyone to be there. There is so much that you can choose to be afraid of. There is so much to feel bad about and sad and just have your life consumed by depression. But there is so much more to be joyful about and to be excited about and to find reason to be uplifted. Yes, for sure. Uh, I guess when when you pass that place of living by someone else's standard and set your own standard for your life, you know, you can then start to develop uh, ways to create that joy for yourself, right? Yes, and I think that was really important. Breaking away from this, you got to walk in lockstep with a belief that tells you you're not good enough and just saying, okay, that's not working. I'm tired of feeling like a failure or being perceived as a failure because I don't do and say things the way you want me to. Right. And then get that personal relationship. First of all, you got to clear away all the stuff that's in the way, all that pain, the shame, the blame, the trauma, the abuse. It's got to go. You've mm-hmm. got to clear it out and then just say, okay, God, universe, creator, whatever you want to call that being, who am I? How do you see me? What is it that I can call myself that will be an honest representation? Yes. They will tell you, you are beloved, 
You are beautiful. You are magnificent. You are perfect as you are. Yes. You may not be complete because that's what this life journey is all about. But for where you are and for what you are doing, you are perfect. Yes. So to be able to move from I'm a failure to I'm perfect for me was a huge leap that took a really long time. But now that's what I help people do is to understand their own divine perfection. Yeah. Not their own, you know, and it's not a, co- a cookie cutter. We're not all the same. Thank goodness. We are exactly what we need to be in that moment. Yes. Yeah. And that's even at the times when I have been about to make the biggest mistake, I am now able to look back and see, ah, there was perfection in that moment because I needed that mistake in order to get to the understanding that would move me to the next place of expansion. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to not really be delighted with joy that I'm making a mistake, but certainly not to be upset that, okay, you know, instead of, oh, I'm bad, it is, what what am I learning from this? Why am I here? Why am, am I interacting with this situation? What is it that I need to learn so that I can move forward from here? Yes. And at least if you if you make those mistakes, you don't drag them with you through life, right? Yes. When you, yes. I mean, that was me. Boy, a ball and chain. Every mistake, every lapse in judgment, every time when I could have been more and chose to be less. I had that, you know, a ball on my ankle, a backpack of uh, rocks on my back, probably a helmet. (laughs) I had so much baggage that was weighing me down that had nothing to do with where I was in this moment. It all had to do with something that I had not understood correctly in the past and had so reacted out of whatever I knew. Yeah. And that is part of the journey is just putting up, putting down that stuff. You got to let go of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I do want to say you got to also let go of the anger and the resentment. You know, if you're angry at yourself because you put yourself in this position or you're angry at someone else because you perceive they put you in this position. Understand that when you hold on to anger, resentment, jealousy, any of these lower emotions, The one that is absolutely certain to be damaged by those emotions is you because you are generating them. Mm -hmm. You may hope that Charlie over there in the corner knows that you're angry, but he may or may not ever figure out that you're angry, but your body is going to receive all of that anger, all of that destructive emotion and it will take its toll on your body. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so how, I can certainly relate to the holding onto the anger part, but 
how do we begin to shake that? Because especially when, you know, we have layers of different things, you know, because there are different people hurting us who, who, who have hurt us, who, you know, the abandonment, there's this a layer, there are layers and layers and layers. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, so how do we begin to peel off all those, you know, layers of hurt and pain and... well. Within the angel heart healing technique, we do it just one instant at instance at a time. And we go to the origin point. Even if you don't remember it, your subconscious is holding on to it. So mm-hmm. we go to the origin point and we clear from there. But if you just want something that you can begin right now, you need to change your point of focus. So while you are holding on to what's wrong, your focus is always kind of directed down what's wrong alley. And it's a dark alley. There are muggers and looters and thieves and cheats down that alley. And so I'm going to ask you to gently, not with force and not with, you're so stupid, no condemnation, just gently change your focus over to something that feels good, something that you can identify in this moment that you are doing right. And if you can't find anything and you feel overwhelmed, my advice is either go to a playground where there are young children playing or go up to a garden where there are beautiful flowers blooming. Because it's very difficult to stay in a sour mood when those kids are shrieking with joy and having the best time and just showing you what life could be like. Or when you're in a beautiful, tranquil garden and you see and smell such abundance and beauty that your heart can't help but to expand. Yes. So just shift focus to something that allow you to think differently then. Yes. Uh, Give yourself a break. And you you just cannot approach it, though. However, if you're going to say, well, here we are again. I knew you wouldn't be able to do this. Oh, boy. That was me. Years and years and years of criticism and condemnation. You just... Just shift over to, oh, and then immediately, oh, you took a deep breath. Wow, you're amazing. That is so incredible. You remembered to breathe. You remembered to shift your focus. Look at that. You are actively looking for things that bring you joy, that are going to make you feel good, that are going to uplift you. I'm so proud of you. We've got to stay away from condemnation. If you have been abused, if you have experienced trauma, if you have engaged with any kind of shame, you have plenty of condemnation material going on in your brain. And you just have to be so gentle and loving to successfully change channels. Yes, loving to yourself. And we also. So loving. Yeah. And would you agree that we also have to remember that if it took 20, 30, 40, 50 years for it to 
be at this point that it may not take that long for it to all go away, but it might take some time. So if we are in stages of healing, so to speak, it's okay, right? It is absolutely beautiful and perfect. If you can just get to the point, if you are going from, when am I going to be hit again, to, I think it's okay to take a breath. That is huge. That's light years of progress. That is you working amazingly well with the energetic realm to get to a place where you can feel some kind of safety. So, yes, it, it you, as you said so beautifully, we didn't get to the point of crisis overnight. Mm-hmm. So we are not going to get to the place of complete healing in a day. However, yeah. the, the healing tends to go more quickly than the wearing away of the abusive behavior. And if you have someone, a a human, guiding you, in addition to the angelic forces that will be helping you, it is really, really wonderful because it is so good for another person to acknowledge your progress. And this does not have to be a counselor that you pay for. It can just be a really good friend who Mm -hmm. who you can trust not to put you in the you're no good seat. You know, if this is somebody that regularly is condemning or defaming, you cannot trust that person to help you on your healing journey. But if there's someone else who is trying to move out of allowing themselves to be in abusive situations and you can support each other, that's absolutely golden. And mm-hmm. always support groups or, as I said, a, a counselor is probably best because they are trained and they will know how to support you on this journey. And they won't yes. slip into those old habits that you are trying to walk away from, which your friend could do if they're not trained. Right, right. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So tell me, tell us how you help. What do you do for your ideal client? Well, in heart healing, we do, it's all energetic healing that then shows itself in the outside world. So with heart healing, we go to the source of the problem, no matter where it might be, but we work within the energetic heart center. And this is because even though I began my early life as a very ardent student of psychology over all of these years, I have learned that the heart is in charge of the mind and the mind is not in charge of the heart. And there Mm -hmm. is actually scientific research to show that there are more neural pathways that go from the heart to the brain than from the brain to the heart. Mm. So what I have discovered is that the heart controls the subconscious mind. So let's say you are encountering a traumatic situation. The heart is wanting to protect you. It is wanting to keep you safe. Just like the physical heart, the energetic heart has the same purpose. So the heart is going to say, Jen, remember this. 
You've got to mm-hmm. remember this horrible situation. Or, Jen, you better fight. Jen, you better run away. Jen, you better freeze in place. Whatever it is, the heart is going to say to you, this is terrible, and we never want you to forget it because we never want you to be in this position again. And then the heart passes that information off to the subconscious, and it says, okay, keep this safe. We need this information. If Jen ever comes into this situation again, make sure she is alerted by you, subconscious, so that she'll take appropriate action and she won't get hurt. So we start doing all of these defensive maneuvers that are keeping us trapped instead of rising above the situation and changing our energetic offering so that we don't encounter those situations again. So what heart healing does is we go to the origin. We go to the place where you first encountered that abusive situation and we release it. We clear it and we heal it and we fill it with the unconditional love of the divine. That just beautiful love that lets you feel as though you are rising and that heavy weight is off of you so that you are shifting the way that you appear in the world. So instead of being downtrodden and people thinking, oh, there's Jen, we can pick on her. They see this beautiful luminescent being and they say, oh, there's Jen. We're not going near her unless we've got something really incredible that we want to share because you're sending out this vibration of I am a being of substance and I want to interact only with other beings that are like me. Mm-hmm. So you change the way you are operating and appearing in the world and that causes your circumstances to change. The abuser is really a bully. They only want to pick on people that they see as smaller, frightened, unwilling yeah. to fight back. You know, the minute that you become big in your true self, the minute that you begin holding your own, not in anger, but in connection, and you become this luminescent being. And bully is like, oh, no thanks. I can find mm-hmm. another victim over here that doesn't have this information. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, what is Dr. Marsha grateful for today? I am so grateful for this knowledge, for this path, for this journey, for being gifted with this information, not only for myself, but to be able to share it with others. I said to someone recently, I just don't know what I would do if I wasn't able to do this work, to offer this, to be able to share, because it is absolutely the most fabulous life in the world. So I am so grateful for my life and for this journey. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing. And um, how can we get in touch with you? Oh, please come to my website. I have so many free resources. I teach about the angels, the angelic community, how to interact with the divine. 
It's MM for Marsha Martin, mmhearthealer.com. And there are links to YouTube. There are links to blogs. You can find me on all different social media outlets. And I am just grateful to share what they have shared with me. Okay. All right. Thank you. And we'll put the link to your website in our show notes so people have access to it. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So one piece of advice for a solo bomb um, before I let you go. I think the most important thing is I know how much you love your children. I love my children too, but you must allow yourself to also be important and love yourself first. I was afraid mm-hmm. to do that when my children were little. And I realize now they could have been loved even more if I loved myself first. Because yeah. when you allow yourself to be loved, you don't hold that all to yourself. It attracts more love and more love and more love. And just like joy, pretty soon you are overflowing with love. So Mm -hmm. receive the love from your children. Receive the love from your community. Receive the love from the divine, from the angelic realm. And just know it's not going to stop with you. It's going to overflow and make your children's lives even more fabulous. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Marsha Martin, for coming and speaking with us today. Um, Anything else? Just I want to encourage every woman who is walking a solo mom journey not to look at themselves and say, gosh, I'm, I'm a failure because I don't have a partner. Instead, I want you to say, I am fabulous because I am choosing to be here to be my best and to give my best to my children when I could have easily given up or made another choice that wasn't honoring. So please see yourself as you truly are. Magnificent, courageous, beautiful beings who should be celebrated. Yes. Thank you very much, Dr. Marsha Martin. Uh, I appreciate you. And I appreciate you. Thank you for all you're doing, Jen. Any way that we can support each other never goes unrewarded or unnoticed. And you have no idea how much good you may be doing in the world. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now.